just woke up from a dream. You were there in my dream. And you were sitting on the edge of my bed. And in my dream, I had just gotten home from buying groceries. But all the groceries was trash! Literal! And you said, Did you come to make me trash Thanksgiving? And I said, Yeah! And we sat and we ate a big old boot that was coming apart at the heel. And for the sides, we had crumpled up tin can and fish skeleton. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Trash Thanksgiving to you. Nope. (laughs) Happy Trash Thanksgiving. Happy Trash Thanksgiving. Happy Trash Thanksgiving to you. Don't know if we stayed in the same key on that one. What's up, me, Mackin, professional music man. Bringing it to you real consistently. Strange. For the last hundred years. That's right, I've been doing this podcast for a hundred years. Today. Yes. Gang of Rooney, how we doing? How we going? We got a great interview today with my friend Tess Greenham. Yeah, I met Tess maybe about a year ago. I was seeking for a mastering engineer uh, when I was working on my album, learning how to swim, and I had heard through the grapevine that. This person, Tess, who's dating my friend Julian, and is dating my friend Julian, did mastering. And I was like, word. The mastering engineers that I'd worked with in the past were already pretty established in their careers. And I was thinking to myself, wouldn't it be cool to build a relationship with somebody cool uh, who is... And we could have like a lifelong career friendship <clears throat> of working together. This was my this was my goal and my dream. As as cool as it is to work with established folk, I was like, kind of want somebody that feels more similar to where I am. Um, who's like cool and does cool work and is hungry. And also, we can uh, yeah, be creative creative friends for a lifetime. Sorry, Tess, you roped in for a lifetime. <laughs> for that is where I get my power for my soul. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and then I reached out to Tess and I heard some of her mastering work and it was great. And I was like, let's fucking do it. And what do you know? Tess fucking crushed. It was really sick. She was really great to work with. I really feel like uh, understood musically where I was coming from, what I was up to. And it's very interesting to work with her remotely uh, just at the end of this process of this like very personal piece of art that I had made. Uh, and she was really like fucking cool and respectful and like wanted to get it right and wanted to uh, like honor the thing and elevate it as she did. 
then we didn't meet in person till much later. Maybe not much later, but maybe like a couple months later. And I was like, wow. Uh, nice to meet you. Tess bought me my first whiskey sour at the Silver Lake Lounge. And now our pals rest is history. And it was cool to get to sit down and talk. I, I, you know, in my brain, I was like, I always sometimes have a little plan, a little roadmap. Shockingly, sometimes I actually am thinking ahead on this show. I'm thinking, oh, maybe we'll talk about the art of mastering. Maybe we'll talk about, you know, how Tess thinks about mastering. Um, because I've heard her describe it very artfully uh, in terms of, like, how does compression feel as a sound? And, like, what is mastering in relation to other art forms? I've heard her describe it as being a colorist in, a, in, a, in the filmmaking world. And I thought maybe we would go down that road. And we, we did touch upon it, but we also talked about TV. Yeah! We talked about basil. Yeah! And just, like, finding your way in this ding-dang life. Making stuff. Being alive. Which is, honestly, that's what, that's what we're really here for on this, on this show. Hardcore chit-chat, as always, you know it. Happy Trash Thanksgiving, everyone. Of course, it's coming up. And what are you thankful for this Trash Thanksgiving? What trash are you thankful for? Maybe. Tess, I'm sorry to have roped you into the concept of Trash Thanksgiving. That's just where I went in the intro. I don't think you're trash at all. I am thankful for our friendship. But maybe, maybe there's an appreciation of trash. And that's not a value judgment. Maybe there's just an appreciation of, because we do talk about television. And sometimes you think, oh my gosh, I can't be a smart person watching television. Hey, guess what? You can. TV's smart. And dumb, and being dumb is good. Well, what trash am I thankful for? I'm thankful for... Raisinets! That's right. Didn't think I was going to say raisins, did you? A lot of people would be raisins saying trash. That's actually trash. And saying words wrong. That's some... Some stuff that people might classify as trash, but actually rocks. And Tess and I talk about that as well. I don't want my friend Tess to think I'm saying she has anything to do with trash. But I think she's just like open-minded and cool. And we talk about some things that are cool that we appreciate that other people might think is trash. And I'm only applying the trash thing to it now because I said trash in the intro. I should probably... Stop doing the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, a true thoughtful and cool and uh, lovely conversation with my lovely cool friend, Tess Greenham. Yeah! Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking.
Tell Yo. No one has ever matched me before. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to go quite as long as it did. So I thought that there would be a point where you stopped and it would just be me. But it actually turned out to be like a really beautiful no, yeah. harmony. Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful. Thank you for holding out that. Yeah, no, thank you. With me. We, we chatted a little bit, but how's your how's your day going? What's going on with my friend Tess? My day is going good. Yeah, yeah. Woke up. Woke up at eight thirty this morning, which is early for me these days. Yeah, what's <laughs> what's preferred wake up time? Honestly, eight thirty is pretty good. I yeah. mean, I've had phases where I really enjoy waking up at like, you know, six thirty seven. Yeah, it's kind of amazing what you can get done by noon if you wake up a little bit earlier. It is unfortunate <laughs> for me to admit that because I don't like to wake up that early. Yeah, but those hours are different. They are well, and hours. they go by. <laughs> they go by really quickly. I feel like. Mm. Do you feel like that, or do you feel like they? I feel like go they by used, slowly. No, I feel like they're. Yeah, it's a weird sort of like elastic time where it's like yeah. you can get more done, but it also goes by quick. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, "What the fuck? It's been like an hour already." Am I? Is that okay? Yeah. If I swear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Frick, yeah, it I is. Know. I can't. I'm just too, too scared to swear. But you go for it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. Um, What's the R yeah. on your cup for? Oh, it's for my first name. That's Robert. Did it's... you know that? No, <laughs> I did not Robert. know that. My middle name's Mackin. Oh, cool. My mom got me this mug. Robert. Can I call you Robert? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about... Yes. No, I don't want to call yeah. you Robert. It's okay. You can call me Robert only during this recording of this podcast. Okay, Robert. It is weird. It is like my government name. <laughs> yeah. It is really only like, well, like a doctor calls me yeah, or something. Yeah, Well, Mackin's an interesting name. I've never heard that before. It's an Irish last name. Okay. And I am a third as well. Wow. All very weird. That's fun great. Fun stuff. What's your middle name? <laughs> Catherine. Yeah. It's got kind of a cringy spelling, though. <laughs> Interesting. K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. That's cool. That's I suppose. Like a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, um, it's like, I, I tend to not like names that have like unnecessary whys. Right. Just yeah. to like make it interesting. Nothing totally. against anyone who has any. Why? I think I'm so indoctrinated into that world because I I play so many like fantasy RPGs mm, where yeah. it's like they there's the fucking wise. hella wise <laughs> in names for no reason. <laughs> That's great. Well, we love a why. We love a, I love a why. Yeah. I'm sorry that the why okay. isn't. No, maybe for you. maybe maybe this changes my perspective. On yeah, maybe you're an elf. Spelling of my middle name. You know. <laughs> maybe. Does your middle name mean anything to you, or like symbolic <laughs> of anything? Um. Well. There's actually kind of a funny story behind it. Uh, my dad and my sister really no wanted to name me Kate. Word. Um, and my mom really wanted to name me Tess. Your older sister was involved in the naming she process? She was. Yeah, she was a pivotal part, actually. How old was she at the time? Um, she was five. She's five years old. Yeah. <laughs> so Is it just you guys, Sibs? Uh, yeah, just us two. Word. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she... So yeah, my it was my dad and she wanted to name me Kate and then my mom wanted to name me Tess and my mom actually bribed her to say like 
say that you want to name her Tess and I'll give you like $10 or whatever. And uh, so she did. Oh, and that, that is how. And then Kate, Catherine. Yeah, it was a bit of a conspiracy. <laughs> but you know what? In some ways, I'm glad my name is Tess. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever go by something else? No, I always wanted to. There was a time period in elementary school, I think, that I was like, Really obsessed with the name Katie. I really wanted to be Katie. Yeah. I don't know why. Interesting. Maybe there That's was sick. like a Katie that I knew. I don't know who yeah. I thought was cool. Or... I was obsessed with the name Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, that's no, incredible. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I named all my Pokemon trainers Kyle as Kyle, I would play the game. What games. a name to be obsessed with. I know. It's really fallen off Kids for me. Kids are so funny. <laughs> Kids are but so funny. You know what? I, I was just saying the other day, I feel like all the Kyles I know are actually very different from the like meme Kyle that we've come to understand yeah. to be the common Kyle. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. know a ton of Kyles and they're all like pretty mm. normal, nice dudes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know two Kyles and. That's it. Shout out to the Kyles. We love Kyles! (laughs) I was actually having this conversation with my friend the other night at this wine bar, and uh, we were, yeah, we were just, we were talking about Kyles, and then this guy turns to us and is like, what kind of Kyle do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) His name was Kyle, and we were just sitting there like, we weren't shitting on Kyles. We weren't. But like, we were just having a frank discussion about Kyles. Yeah. (laughs) Frank discussion. There he was, (laughs) Kyle. (laughs) Um, what a prompt from a stranger. What kind of? I know. I was like, I I don't know, dude. Like, you seem all right. So you brought up the meme, Kyle, or you were discussing someone else named Kyle. Well, I was just saying pretty much exactly what I said to you, and that like most Kyles that I know are not. Yeah, this like meme Kyle with the frosted tips and the. Word. You know? <laughs> like, I'm I'm less familiar with the meme Kyle. I feel like I'm. So we got frosted tips on this gentleman. <laughs> That's kind of the main thing. Uh, maybe I mean, maybe it says a lot. maybe he's wearing one of those like button up shirts with like flames on it. Okay, cool. You know, so, like Guy Fieri. Yeah, yeah, like Guy Fieri, <laughs> who I love by the way. I yeah. I love Guy Fieri. Tell me of this love. Um, he's just an incredible person. Yeah, I do feel like the culture is coming around on him, where he yeah. was kind of the go to joke of the internet, and now we're like. Maybe this guy rips. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, we watch a lot of... Um, Dinah's Drive-Ins and Deaths. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a good show. It's a good <laughs> show. And it's funny because I'm a vegetarian and it, it gets pretty meaty. Um, yeah. And some episodes I, I can't, I kind of have to like yeah. turn off. But for the most part, it's still really interesting to watch. And I just think it's cool that he's going around to all these like small businesses and promoting them and like yeah. hyping up the chefs and like... yeah. And I think he does a lot to like raise money for a lot of the restaurants. Sometimes he like co-owns some of them. And yeah, he's uh, he's from Northern California. Whoa, that <laughs> is somehow the most surprising. Yeah, piece of information I've he learned about this. He did go man. to the I don't know what it's called, the University of Las Vegas, something like that. <laughs> I trust you. So that checks out a little <laughs> bit more for me. <laughs> But yeah, it is kind of surprising that he's from Northern. Yeah, California. maybe he's the hero we need as a society. I think he kind of is. <laughs> he's just no worries, man. You know, seems. I mean, I have not like kept close tabs on him, but also he seems to not have like. Maybe he has complicated feelings about how like being a, a joke of the internet for a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. 
I'm yeah. sure anybody would have like a right. little sensitivity towards totally. that after a while, even if, but like he leans into it, you know, like he must. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm so fascinated by his relationship with it. I wonder if there's yeah. any like Guy Fieri WTF. I wonder if he went on yeah. WTF and yeah. really hashed this out. <laughs> and then, yeah, because good totally. for him for not like at least peripherally, like he has not like been like, oh, fuck. Fuck them! Like fuck everyone! Fuck the internet! Like, no, he's never said a negative thing. No, publicly, just like ever, really, just holding it down. Didn't really try to change like out of yeah. embarrassment. It was just like, no, this is still this my is thing. Who I am. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Although I do like, wonder how sick. much of it is like a character, almost. You know? Yeah. Whoa, maybe he's doing some deep clowning work <laughs> for years. Yeah, I have trouble deciphering. Like I feel the same way about Nathan Fielder. Yeah. Like, have you watched the rehearsal? I have yet? watched the rehearsal yet. <laughs> what did you think of the rehearsal? Oh my god, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, like, maybe one of my favorite shows ever. Dude is simply a legend. I like, mean, he just goes so hard. Yeah, the levels. The levels. The levels. There's so many levels, and it always goes to a place that you were not ready for. <laughs> yeah, and he's so good at like. I mean, I guess you could say that he is like commenting on something even just by showing it. Yeah. But a lot of times he will just kind of let the situation speak for itself or let somebody yeah, speak for themselves. Exactly. And like kind of not in like a way that's necessarily roasting them. No, he doesn't even have like, to. They kind of roast themselves, you yeah, know? He just yeah. like knows the right things to say to get people to yeah. like talk and like, you know, just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's unlike anything else honestly it's extremely true what did you think of the show what did you think of the the whole arc of it spoilers everyone spoilers everyone oh my god yeah. well i don't know i feel like the last episode literally made me cry a little bit yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. it just becomes such a deep exploration of who he is and right like where he sees his life going yeah and um and again like i don't maybe that's all like, I can't tell what's real and what's right. his character or just right. the show. Or Totally. I'm, like, tempted to feel like some of it's real, at least. Yeah. Like, I don't think yeah. he's totally just, you know, making all of it up. Yeah. Or I, I don't know. There has to be some element of truth. But that's what's fun to figure out. Right. Like, you know? It is fascinating because it is, like, he's so, in a way, like, extremely calculating and like that's kind of the whole premise of the yeah. show is like what if these like a hundred percent fabricated situations were to occur and he's like you know puppet mastering the whole thing yeah but then within that it, it, there's all these like really like when the one dude this like trying to get the money from his brother or whatever like Wait. has that like it's the it's like the middle one it's kind of when they abandon the premise of like getting new people to do rehearsals, like on episode. Three. I really thought every episode was just going to be like a new, totally, like yeah. like Nathan for you. Yes, absolutely, um, and it was very fascinating that they yeah. just kind of like, <laughs> well, like episode two is actually, like actually maybe this is the show. They're like, we got Angela now, like yeah, cool. and then the numbers guy, Robin, the numbers, the guy, guy. that moves in. Or that she invites to like move in to take in like the oh, first Oh, the numbers that guy there. that crashed yeah. his scion at a hundred miles an hour. Exactly. Yes. Who did you hear that like the like Christian like yes. stoner? And you know, do you remember the scene where he's like arguing with his roommate? Yes. Apparently, like shortly after filming, I'm not positive that this is true, but I have heard that shortly after filming, his 
roommate crashed his car and died. What? <laughs> I again, I right. You know, don't one hundred percent take my word That's for it. That's wild. But I have heard that. Which Whoa. would be fucking crazy. Right. Someone signed off on his appearance. <laughs> yeah. That's another side that fascinates me. Yeah. Like, like the where are these people coming from? Right. Where are these people coming from? Where's the like legality of like or like yeah. how is the how is the TV like we're gonna put this on TV of yeah. it all going? Exactly, you know? exactly. Well, I feel like um there must be an aspect of like People are down. Like, he's like, yeah, do you want to be on this HBO show? Yeah. <laughs> it's HBO, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. most people are probably just down for that. But what do they think is happening? That's what I always wonder. Right. With, like, Nathan for you also. Like, right. Have they never heard of the show? Like, do they not under right. know what he's about to yeah. do? Or I think it was very funny in the first episode when he's talking to the bar trivia guy. Mm -hmm. He's like, I do the show today for you. And TV's like your whole thing. And have you heard of me? And the guy's like, no. no. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, fas fascinating of... guy. Fascinating guy. Love this man. Yeah, absolutely. What other what other shows have you been liking? I'm in a crisis test where I play a lot of fantasy video games, like I was saying. Okay. And they're done now. What do you mean they're done? The ones I have access to oh, like on my Nintendo Switch, them. played them all. Wow. And I'm now at a crossroads Are where there... it's like, am I about to become a PC gamer? <laughs> Which for some reason, I don't want to do. No. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, part of me is like, why would you judge yourself in this way? Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to sound judgmental. No, no, that is the voice inside me as well, just being like, man, am I about to buy a fucking rig? Yeah. I don't know if I can really accept that. I and then you have to buy one of those chairs that you could, like, basically yeah, live in. totally. And then everything's, like, rainbow LED lights. and like, Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. It's so tempting as it is like the limited access I have to these games were already so enthralling that I also do worry about like, man, if I buy a fucking gaming computer, I'm done. That's yeah. my whole life now. Well, that's how I feel about um, purchasing The Sims 3 or yeah. The Sims 4 yeah. or whatever one they're on now because I used to play that game a lot with my best friend who owned yeah. the game, but I never did because I think it used to only be PC compatible. Tell me of this time of you playing The Sims. <laughs> I never played The Sims, but I feel like. Oh my I, God. I, I mean, we would it. just like go in, you know, yeah. you'd be on like a Sims spiral and you're like building a house and yeah. you're like, you know, I don't know, generations yeah. <laughs> go yeah. by of families and you're just, yeah, we would yeah. basically be in this like, you know, yeah, hole for like two days straight. Yeah. Like, and was your guys's uh, thing like trying to make like a happy, healthy town where you're just trying to see it like ah, the weirdest stuff you could do. Like what? I'm curious, like when you were in that world of semi boundaryless, <laughs> yeah, or like you, a lot of freedom and a lot of choice. Like what is what was what age were you and what was your like <laughs> aim in the game? You think? I think primarily we were like in in middle school when well, at least when I was playing with my friend a lot, we were in middle school. I almost feel like our approach was just to try to do everything as um realistically as possible so like there are like a lot of cheat codes you can use on the right. sim so that you don't have to like 
you know, feed your sim or right. they don't have to use the bathroom or shower or whatever. Right. But we just liked to kind of like try to like yeah. as realistically as possible. Fascinating. Like build yeah. a real life for yeah. Your sims. Yeah, of course. Um that a rules. stable life. Yeah. <laughs> Sorting out some uh, totally some trauma that's going on there. You're like, my Sims are happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm taking care of all their needs one by one. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I'm that's gonna. Right. I I, I uh, would love to buy the the Sims and play it my by myself. But yeah. I just feel like I would do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It would consume me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have like allowed myself to be consumed somewhat. Like pretty much since the pandemic started, like being a single like person and i was like maybe i get back into video games yeah and honestly a lot of it has been rad and like there's like a lot of really beautiful storytelling experiences mm. that i was like not fully prepared for yeah where i was like coming across these like and and just like different video game makers that like really taking advantage of the fact that this is a video game and that you spend dozens of hours in the pov of this one character and like yeah. what can you do with that in terms of <clears throat> yeah, storytelling yeah. and i was just like so there's just like moments at like 2 a.m where my mind is being blown i'm like what i was not expecting that i just <laughs> yeah. thought i was gonna go you know kill all the guys <laughs> yeah wow that's great that's interesting i i don't i've like never really been into games yeah <laughs> um i think i just didn't have like a a console ever totally. when I was a kid. That was something my mom was not interested in letting us do. 100%. Um, but I do watch a lot of TV. So yeah. I'm not saying I'm above anything. But um, no, hey, we're all just it's fascinating to hear that because, yeah, I don't really know a lot about games at all or what what they they entail. Or, and I know there are a bunch of different ones. A bunch uh, of different ones. I also do get sucked in sometimes. I'm going, well, I have been consumed. You know? <laughs> yeah. What TV were you fucking hyped on as a kid? As a kid, yeah, like what? How old? Like, like tiny, like Teletubbies vibes. Eight. Yeah. Oh, eight. I mean, I don't, I don't know specifically. Eight on. How old are you at eight? How old are you <laughs> right now? <laughs> how old are you at eight? <laughs> to me, eight. What is, grade are you in? I guess is my question. That's a good question. I think second grade. Oh my god! Yeah, um, I feel like I don't just like do not remember. Or fourth grade, fifth grade. grade. When when does the TV memory start? Well, Basically, I I'm loved interested when you like start to have an identity and opinions and stuff, and aren't just like a blob. I loved the Teletubbies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's talk Teletubbies. I was always too scared of Teletubbies because they had TV on their stomach with pictures of, I think people, of people in them, and I way. thought they ate the people. And I go, I don't want to watch that show. They're gonna oh, eat wow. me. Oh wow! Wow. Did you ever think about that test when you were watching the Teletubbies? <laughs> no. I don't know why I liked the Teletubbies so much, honestly. I couldn't even say Teletubbies. I called them the Pays. Um. <laughs> no, that is so good. Really just going, not even going to fuck with this word. Here's, yeah, here's my it's version it's of this. Pays. The pays. <laughs> I don't know. The Pays. The Pays. Here's what you I'm know what I'm saying. This. God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm still kind of I'm still kind of like that. Like if I say something wrong and someone like points it out, I'm like, "You know, no. you know what I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant." And I afford that to other people too. If yeah. they say something wrong, but I know what they meant, I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. Also, we're having off. fun, you yeah. know. <laughs> Words is exactly. for fun. Exactly. Um, what god, do, what anyway. What was it about about the pays? I did it for you. 
Honestly, the main thing I can think of is that I really liked the colors. Yeah. <laughs> like That's a big one. There were um these houses in the neighborhood that I grew up in in San Francisco that were painted. They weren't like next to each other at all. They were just all kind of within like a I don't know, 10 block radius. And they were like painted the exact Teletubbies colors. Uh, and I just remember that that really excited me. Yeah. As a kid. <laughs> That's sick. When do we stop thinking colors are the tightest things ever? Dude, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Colors are sick. Colors sick. Top colors. Top colors. Let's list them. Blue. Blue. Blue's Come my on. favorite color. Let's, let's, like, we can shit every other color. Blue's the best one. Blue's we the best this. one. No, absolutely. Yeah, you're wearing a royal blue t shirt. I am. In this true. moment. It's what? In this moment. In this moment. And it says, <laughs> Mama's house? It's a, It says Mama, household, household name. name. Mama is this really sick band that I'm obsessed really? with right now. Whoa. They just played at the Echo the other night. What's uh, this band? Um, there are these two sick-ass ladies. Um, I think they're from L.A. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's just kind of cool, like, you know, femme rock vibes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they're super talented uh, songwriters and performers, and they did a great show at the Echo. I love the Echo. I pretty much like every show I ever go to. Yeah, more more so the Echo than the Echo Plex. What do you yeah. Think? Do you do you like them equally? Do you like one more than the other? For our non LA friends, oh, there sorry. are these two. No, <laughs> I, I, it's a it's a it's a rad question. I just want to give people the the context. Mm -hmm. So. You're in Silver Lake. You're driving to Echo Park. Mm -hmm. You're going past Alvarado. You pass Burrito King. Oh, I've yeah. maybe, in trying to explain this, made it more isolating by only naming local references. <laughs> but picture a bridge going into Echo Park. Mm -hmm. You pass the Echo. Smaller rock club vibe. Mm -hmm. You know? Under the underpass, you got the Echo Plex. Mm -hmm. Bigger. Bigger. I think that's bigger. what I like less. Yeah. I think I've seen shows that I enjoy more at the Echoplex. Oh, interesting. So yeah. I think I have a, a relationship with it based on Yeah, maybe the that's shows what I've it is there. for because that's how I feel about the Echo. Yeah. So maybe that's more what it yeah. is. But I also just do like a small venue. Yeah. It's just such a good energy, you mm. know? Yeah. It's like I saw a band there recently that like felt like mismatched the energy. Like, Interesting. They felt too big for the Echo, and mm. they were they were great. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I almost want to see these guys in a, a freaking rocking out bigger place. Wow, you know? that's cool. I don't know that I've ever felt that way. Yeah, and it, it feels <laughs> like most of the music I do enjoy tends to be in a smaller fit in a smaller space. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just like the type of stuff I enjoy. That yeah, it would exactly. like you'd see in a garage and go, yes, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I remember, I saw, I saw Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh hell yeah! At the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Wow. And it was weird. Yeah. Like when they were all doing their lo-fi noise rock thing, mm -hmm. it was. It felt like strange being yeah. in this epic outdoor thing, polished, and then yeah. like they were kind of like it didn't for me like project beyond. But then when That's Jeff Mangum would come just do like solo guitar thing, it felt like it fit the environment, mm. you know? But then I saw them in a closed room. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I can't quite figure it out. I just feel like in a smaller venue, you can kind of 
connect a little more with what's yeah. happening. Well, you can see what's happening. Yeah. Because if it's if I'm going to like a big venue, like I'm not getting there early enough to stand in the front. Right. So I'm always going to be in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always a little, not that you can't enjoy a show from the back of the room. Totally. But uh, it's, different, it's different. Different vibes, it's different, different flavors. Yeah. But also, yeah, I agree with what you're saying and that sometimes different uh different acts and even different like parts of a show almost feel yeah. like they belong in different places. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what are what were some of your first concert going experiences? My first concert ever was uh REM. Whoa. That's it. <laughs> in Berkeley. Um followed shortly by <laughs> Is that where you're from? <laughs> I'm from San Francisco. Word. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Been in LA for like Almost nine years now, though. Whoa. So. I think approximately same. Yeah, yeah. I moved down here the same year as all you USC kids. Word. Although I guess you Our were. Our connection is revealed. Yeah. This is how we know each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. The secret. The, the secret. The beans have been spilled. <laughs> no, not a secret. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Things kidding. I was hoping to get to. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, REM. REM, I and then... still a massive blind spot for me. Pretty much everyone cool that I know like fucks with REM, and I not not that I don't fuck with REM. I've mm -hmm. just like yet to really make the effort. Honestly, I wouldn't say that they're a band that I listen to a lot currently. Yeah. Um, the situation was that my friend's dad had tickets to the show, and yeah, they invited me, and uh, it was a sick show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think that was also the first time I tried beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did not like it <laughs> wasn't ready <laughs> i think i was like 10 yeah my, my first concert was iron maiden and i was like approximately wow. 12 and i That's got beer spilled all over me oh fuck yeah so we all both had beer concert first concert experiences yeah. with beer at them did you like hate beer for a long time after that <laughs> no i remember be being i was like complaining to my uncle this like rock and roll dude that i got beer spilling on me and he was like welcome to rock and roll <laughs> or something like I that they, I it I went, felt like a weird uncle. badge of honor really at the silver lake lounge show i think you met my uncle at yeah. the silver lake lounge show that guy was like, welcome yeah. to rock and roll. That's incredible. That's, yeah. LOL. That's a good response. That's well, a good thing to say. Where does your musical journey begin? Where does my musical journey begin? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I don't know. I've always really liked music. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm fascinated by your path. Like, I feel yeah. like most people's paths I'm familiar with are <laughs> yeah, people yeah, yeah. on a similar path to my own, where we're like writing songs and trying to like make the songs and and like performers mm -hmm. and then you are a rad mastering engineer <laughs> is that how you feel mostly in your heart how did you arrive here mm -hmm. tell me of this path if you <laughs> okay if you would um yeah well basically uh my dad john greenham has been um a mastering engineer my whole life um and i kind of never really understood what it meant <laughs> exactly yeah. i uh you know i knew he worked in music but yeah. it's like i'm still rapping my yeah exactly it's a complicated thing for adults to understand let alone <laughs> like a five-year-old you're like yeah okay yeah. i don't know the he pays. has all this gear <laughs> yeah the pays uh, <laughs> exactly um but yeah and then i i uh 
graduated, you know, high school and I did not go to college and I started working for um, this woman, Bonnie Burkert, who uh, runs a like PR social media management company mm-hmm. called Magician Media. Um, and I worked for her for a while, maybe like two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and along the way up into this point, sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. What is your relationship with music? What are some of your favorite bands? Are you playing any instruments? You know, I have always um, loved singing. And, well, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, Fuck it's yeah. it's not a thing that I do publicly uh, yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, but I did play Sandy in Greece in high school, <clears throat> which was probably the last time I sang in front of an audience. Um, but I've actually been taking That's voice lessons for the last like two nice. years. Nice. Um, just kind of, yeah, just gearing up to be ready to yeah. sing in front of other people. For some reason, yeah. it's very challenging for me. Totally. It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what it is about it. That's just like, yeah. it's like I can sing in front of pe- other people, but I always sing a lot worse mm. because there's this like, I don't know, anxiety yeah. present or something. I mean, there's physically chemicals that are like. <laughs> hard to reproduce when you're yeah. in a practice room yeah exactly like anatomically like whoa yeah how do i sing with a ton of adrenaline in my body exactly. like my throat tightening up ah. yeah well because there's so many techniques there are so many things individual things that you have to be paying attention yeah. to and so to add on like the overall okay now you're in front of people right. um is like an extra thing and then you kind of you know, you almost have to lose something. So you forget to right. like, um, I don't know, you forget to yeah. do some thing and you start totally. like singing from your throat instead of like your diaphragm or yeah. whatever. And um, yeah, it's interesting. I think you're so right on in a way that I've never like maybe thought about enough. Yeah. Where singing in particular really seems to be like technically... And I don't know too much about singing, but it really, mm-hmm. like, I feel like all the things I've heard about singing and, like, experience singing, like, you want to try to be loose and relaxed. And yeah. And kind of singing from, like, a relaxed place of controlling the muscles in your body. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, a live performance situation, very common response can be physically tightening up exactly. due to anxiety. And it's, like, yeah. very hard to navigate that <laughs> no definitely, definitely here's the situation that brings out the exact opposite thing you need <laughs> <laughs> yeah no totally it's um singing it's is tough. in your heart yeah but it's that such shreds. a it's such a beautiful thing and like i just always feel so much happier after singing a singing a song you know yeah <laughs> that's um, awesome so yeah that's always kind of been that's that's definitely at some point I want to make music also, but I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm very happy as a mastering engineer right now. Um, Hell yeah! I think it's I really like it. Um, I think it kind of tends towards my uh, detail oriented yeah. <laughs> personality. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah, I don't know. It's really really fun. Um. But to finish up the uh, the please, path, please tell me of this path. <laughs> I was uh, yeah, so I was doing social media for for bands for a while, and I kind of felt like uh, I don't know the that just wasn't the thing that I wanted to be doing. Right. Um, I hated being on social media all day, mainly. Yeah. Um, but 
I don't know. I think I wanted to be more involved in the creative aspect of music making. Yeah. Like when you're doing PR, it's just like, here's this, th- this wow. <laughs> here's this thing. Promote it. Um, and you don't really get any like say in in what's happening um mm-hmm. so yeah and then and then the panty d happened panty d um actually i guess this happened shortly before the panty d um i started working for my dad who uh was you know popping off and needed an assistant um yeah and uh yeah it was also just kind of looking for someone to train to become you know to take over the business essentially yeah um so I started out kind of just being his assistant and like, yeah. you know, admin stuff. Um, but yeah. What's it like working with your dad? <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. I, I love my dad. My dad yeah. and I are our besties. That is the <laughs> sweetest thing ever. The way that I will see you like share your dad's work on Instagram very proudly yeah. is uh, really melts my heart every time I go, <laughs> oh my God, this rocks. He's so good. I mean, I genuinely just think he is the best mastering engineer in the world. Whoa. Like, and I'm not just saying that. Like, I do really feel like, I mean, there are a lot of good mastering yeah. engineers. I'm not not shitting on anyone, but um, he, uh, I'm always just like, why would you send it to someone else when you could yeah! <laughs> send it to him? <laughs> Um, yeah. so no, yeah, it's fun. It's, you know, it's obviously, it's interesting cause you are, it's interesting working with your family members because you're more comfortable just like saying whatever to each other, uh-huh. um, and being honest with each other. Right. And, uh, but also I think there's like a, if you're having a bad day, there's like less of a, an attempt to like, you know, it's just us two working at home. So right. it's like. If you're working in an office and you're having a bad day, you kind of get there and you're like, okay, I'm going to like put on my office attitude right. and like, you know, just deal with it. But yeah, there's a lot more, uh, you know, openness, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which, uh, which is good, but it's nice cause it's, it's relaxed and we can work in our pajamas and, um, yeah, you know, yeah. say whatever we want. <laughs> wow. That's the best part. <laughs> Picturing you guys in your pajamas. <laughs> With our cat, <laughs> Michelle. Yeah! <laughs> Michelle is um, a large ginger uh, heavenly slice. Yeah! <laughs> She's incredible. Friends. Have you met her? No, you haven't met her. I don't her. think I've met your cat. She's amazing. That rules. <laughs> what bands were you into in high school? Was it more musical theater? Was it, was it like, a, what, I'm curious about the... The path of 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 taste and and mm-hmm. like shit that you were into growing yeah. up that made you wanna that made you wanna make. Um, definitely. When you ask me what my favorite band in high school is, the first thing that comes to mind uh, is Interpol. Whoa, I love Interpol. Um, I've never actually seen them live. But yeah, I, I will get more into Interpol. They're like so related to so many of the bands I love. Mm, yeah, uh, they're so good. Yeah, they're so good. Where should I start? Um, God, album number one. Like, literally yeah. just go in order. Cool. But that's just always how I, I like yeah. to do it. I almost like to do that to, like, my detriment. You know, it's like, I, like I have to start well. with the first album, and yeah. then, like, maybe you don't like the first album, and then you don't even get to the rest of them. No, I... <laughs> you know? Tess, I know what you're talking about. I, like, I feel like it's... I like the journey of yeah. seeing, like, someone's arc and, like, creatively exactly. kind of, like... 
them try stuff and mm-hmm. figure it out and then like hit something and then deviate and then find another thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really interesting to figure, like yeah. see the arc of somebody's like creative work over like their life. Yeah, you know? no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Interpol. What, what else was I listening to in high school? I don't know. <laughs> That's like such a hard question for me it to answer for hard, some reason. I'm always like, okay. mm. but I just remember very clearly sitting there and like, because I always had trouble answering the question, "What's your favorite band?" Right. And so I remember, it's a tough question. yeah, honestly, fucked. So I remember in high school being like, "Okay, Interpol yeah. is my favorite band. This is what I'm going to say when people ask me this." <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be your favorite. It can just be like some shit you don't. No, totally. Yeah, I mean, I definitely in my later high school years was listening to like Mac DeMarco's early stuff a lot. Yeah. I love Mac DeMarco. Me too. Um, he's so good. I uh, saw him at the the Spoke Cafe in Frogtown. Have you ever Whoa, been there? really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Tiny little... Uh, what was he doing there? He, I don't know. I randomly got um, an email that morning that was like, Max playing at Spoke, and I live like just down the street from there. Yes! Um, which is... It was a really crazy full circle moment for me because I like not like I used to live even closer to that venue and um I used to in high school like I when I first moved to LA and I like didn't really have anything to do so I just kind of hang out alone in my room and listen to music all day which I think of as a very fond (laughs) I think of fondly yeah um that shreds yeah and uh anyway so it was just this crazy moment of like listening to these songs that I listened to alone in my bedroom in high school like a couple of blocks away, performed Whoa. live. It was it was very yeah. cool. Yeah, that sounds special um, and awesome. It was special and awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. also just like maybe one of the best shows I've been to in in years. Like he and Whoa. his band did an incredible job. Well, full band, full band. Yeah, although the the so cool. the venue couldn't really <laughs> handle it. The uh, yeah. PA system kept going out, um, and uh, Mac. A direct quote went into uh, save the show mode and started like <laughs> taking off all his clothes. And he got on the roof of the venue and was just like dancing around Whoa. while we were waiting for <laughs> the technical. Yeah, he had Whoa. a good attitude about it. Would have been easy for him to be like annoyed Pissed. or whatever, yeah. but Whoa, he was that's just cool. Like, yeah, damn. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Hmm. That's sick. I think. Yeah. In general. I just like I really liked indie rock in high school. That was yeah. that was my vibe. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I, I still do. That, <laughs> that has not changed. <laughs> Sam. What are you fucking with these days other than mama? Okay, let me just let me just look. We gotta do it. We gotta look we gotta look. Um well you know what? It's funny. As a mastering engineer, like I wind up just listening to the stuff that I'm working on most of the time. Yeah. And then in my downtime, I'm not really listening to music because I just spent all day listening to music. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> you What's know? your go-to after that? Is it television? Is it a podcast? It's, it... te- it's television. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sure is, unfortunately. Yeah. What's the TV other than the TV we, we spoke of? Well, lately I've been watching um, The Great Pottery Throwdown. Whoa. <laughs> which is literally The Great British Baking Show, but for Love pottery. Um, Sounds pretty tight. Because I've been taking this um, 
pottery class. Yeah. That uh, Julian, my boyfriend, got me for um, Christmas last year that I'm like just getting around to. A sweet gift. Doing a great gift. Yeah. Like absolutely, probably one of the best gifts I've ever received. Yeah. Because it's like an experience and you get to go do a thing and yeah. learn the thing. And then you also get to make something. Yeah. But I also met all these sweet people who yeah. are were in my class and we yeah. all we all decided to take another class together. <laughs> this <Yeah>. one. <laughs> that sounds like a great um, companion uh hobby to like a technical audio craft where it's like yeah. here's something fun and sounds like there's a social element as well. Mm-hmm. And also you can like if your ears are burned out from exactly. doing intense listening all day and then it's like oh I can, I can do something with my hands. Yes. That's like not on the computer. But that sounds like a very uh Yeah. very rad. And I, I see think... that being complimentary in like a way that would be like oh yeah, this is this It's is satisfying. Cool. Yeah, yeah awesome. it really is. Um and it's also it also lends itself to like a detail oriented person. Right, right. <laughs> Overlap as well. Um yeah, yeah. So no, it's 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 good. I really like it. I'm you know, it's really difficult. But so it looks um, impossible. I was just about to be like, how you do undo on that? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. No, it's really frustrating. If yeah. you fuck something up, you just gotta throw it away and start or not yeah. throw it away. You can like reuse the clay which is nice nice you don't have to throw it away but it's um all destructive editing yeah it's of pottery of bulls <laughs> there's something kind of satisfying about it though yeah no, when you mess up and you're beautiful. just like okay <laughs> and you like yeah. grab it and squish it yeah <laughs> no it's fun to play with clay i mean it's like i, I have fond memories of it and i'm like yeah. I, we got to do it a lot in school and I'm yeah going, that seems really cool mm-hmm. motherfuckers went out of their way to be like Let's get some clay for these kids. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the clay in. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I had a clay moment in elementary school. Yeah. I made, I actually still have some of the, I was looking at them the other day, some of the things I made. I made a sheep. Um, I made a frog. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I made an elephant. They're Correct. pretty bad, but they're very cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that was not like throwing on the wheel. That was just like, yeah. like a hand build situation. Yeah. Anyway, the great pottery throwdown is is very fun to watch. Yeah. I, I highly recommend. Sounds incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but I have also been rewatching uh One Tree Hill. <laughs> Whoa, hell yeah. Because they're doing the some of the actors. Did you ever watch One Tree no, Hill when you were? I did not. You know I of think it. I'm confusing it with Dawson's Creek in my mind. It was like similar time. Okay. Similar time. I prefer One Tree Hill. Word. It hasn't aged beautifully. It's such as the wet. <laughs> the know? early two thousands was a was a rough time. <laughs> um, Everyone was doing the best of the tools they had at the time. Yeah, yeah, it is I guess. Always harrowing to look back and go like, "Oh, we were all just really going, uh huh, yep, <laughs> loving this. We were all just loving this." Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a little shocking. At least some. Of them. Um, but I've been listening. Uh, the three of the main female actors from the show have been doing a rewatch podcast. Word. Um, and so they're kind of calling out some of the things that didn't age well and yeah. like, you know, making sure that, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, we didn't handle this well. Like, yeah. That <laughs> which is, like, is good. Yeah. That is like an interesting element of, because I feel like TV rewatch podcasts are very popular. They are. Yeah. I didn't even realize until I started listening to this one. There are yeah. like so many that are happening right yeah. now. And that seems to be like an interesting part of the conversation. Is yeah. Like, kind of culturally contextualizing things. Exactly. Like, okay. <laughs> 
this yeah. would not happen on a show today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's fun. And that show had great music. Um, I feel like honestly, like a lot of the music that I listened to in high school and still today is music that I found from shows. Sam. Like I I think it's such a a powerful thing when like a really good song is in a show you love and then you listen to it later and you kind of you almost have a stronger uh, emotional reaction to it because you're also associating it with this show that you love or this scene that was you know whatever yeah yeah big one for me was uh, the OC soundtrack I used to watch the OC with my older sisters so I've actually been wondering yeah sorry were you about to say something else I just heavily fucked with the character of Seth Cohen and kind of based my whole personality (laughs) on him and I was like Death Cab sure I absolutely loved Seth Cohen yeah yeah, no I was obsessed (laughs) with the OC and I was actually wondering this about you (laughs) if you had watched the OC because I know you grew up in Orange County right I did grow up in Orange County like what was that like uh, did you I don't know I always assume yeah. that people in Orange County would like watch that show and be like this is not what it's like here or you know whatever it is. all the all the <laughs> it's like all that shit is true and there's a bunch of other shit okay you know well I know that all the pier scenes were filmed actually in Redondo Beach word um, yeah anyway you may know more yeah about I, I was I was <laughs> obsessed with that show but yeah. you you watched it I watched it with my sisters. I have very fond memories of me and my sister. I watched sisters. it with my sister, too. Yeah. Me and my oldest show. sister, Sam, staying up late, making chocolate chip bagel waffles. Hell yeah. Watching it, DVD tray attached to the TV on the floor. We had it on DVD TV. Also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> DVD, t- uh, we maybe grew up in the in the height of like DVD box set. Yes. TV. Maybe even rent them one at a time from the oh, Blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I miss Blockbuster so much. Yeah. What a good time. Oh, what a good time. A good time. Was, like, yeah. Especially I, if you had, like, a local Blockbuster that you could yes. just jaunt down to yes. and, like, pick something out. A superior experience to searching for something to watch on a streaming service. I just can't do it. I don't, I never know. And this is why I wind up watching the same things over and over again. Yeah. But strolling up and down those aisles. Yeah. You're like, this looks cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There was something, but yeah, I agree. The TV box set was like a big, like I wanted all my favorite shows on the TV box set. Totally. It was a big deal. And if you got one for like Christmas or something, you're like, oh my God, the dream set, dude. I'm watching Scrubs (laughs) till I die. Exactly. Were you a Scrubs? A I scrubs was. Person? And I'm funnily like not at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like it does seem like I was really into it. And now I look back and I go like, oh, I have no interest really in watching that show anymore. Yeah, I feel that. I feel you that. Know? And some things I'm really nostalgic for. Mm-hmm. And some things I'm like, eh. Yeah. I'm, I've, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Orange County was weird. I have a lot of complicated feelings about it. Mostly yeah. negative. Where in Orange County did I'm you from go? a town called Huntington Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and several hundreds of years ago was referred to as the gospel swamp, which is cool. That is cool. <laughs> Most other facts about this town are not cool. Okay. It is a complicated place that I feel like fortunate enough to have gotten to leave. Mm-hmm. And I also yeah. like have a lot of sympathy slash like I try not to be too superior about it because sometimes I will get caught in that trap. Mm, superior about what exactly? Being from there or leaving? Leaving. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, some yeah, people yeah. don't get to leave. Yes. Um, and like, also I know like a lot of really rad, mm-hmm. awesome people there. 
kind of feel um, the same way about San Francisco. Obviously. Yeah. It's like Huntington's funny in a way because it's like you kind of have like the glamoury, like rich beach, mm-hmm. you know, popular conception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's also this like kind of trashy, uh, it kind of really feels like the the like a broad spectrum of white rage. <laughs> yeah, where you have like upper that. crust, sort of like we're maybe Democrats, but like I don't know, maybe I'm not. <laughs> we're all in sandals, <laughs> so you can't tell, dude. Yeah, and then you have like Civil War reenactments in the park, okay. and okay. like wow. motherfuckers really rolling through for that with a lot of Confederate. That's flags. a trip. That's a trip. It's a trip. Like Another I can't imagine. Things. Yeah. See, seeing that um yeah. yeah the only thing i really know about huntington beach is that there is this smoke shop there that um oh yeah i uh they used to repair um bongs whoa um <laughs> is this okay for me to no, talk about rules. like <laughs> okay. i'm 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 in my mind going this sounds nice <laughs> i'm like <It> was, happy <laughs> it's not i'm feeling pride for my hometown in this moment <laughs> I no, I came from here over here, like yeah. northeast LA. I took the bus Damn. down there with my bong to Surf City to get dog. it fixed because there are very few smoke shops these days that repair bongs. I'm not Guess totally I sure why. Know. I used to work at a smoke shop in Hollywood and we like had a guy that we would send bongs to repair and um and then he just kind of ghosted us and we just had this bucket full of people's broken bongs that they thought were getting fixed and i just i don't know what what the situation was (laughs) or what happened but um anyway yeah so that's kind of all i know about huntington beach yeah the people there were really nice at the smoke shop that's cool i mean it it is (laughs) weird because there's so much crossover with shit i like Mm -hmm. and like i do feel like like i hung out with a lot of stoners in high school and like a lot of that was like a a comforting Mm. and sweet time Mm -hmm. but then there's also and then also like musically that will cross over a lot into like punk rock music yeah that's very important to me a lot of cool bands come out of the oc for sure but there's also this weird crossover in punk rock Uh, Mm. basically this this record store that i would go to for years Mm -hmm. is a white supremacist run record store called the vinyl solution oh uh-oh. Yeah. And it's <laughs> still there. No. It's insane. Wow. Yeah, they're just doing Holocaust puns in the name. Oh no. It's fucking full. Oh sucks. no. And there's this weird sort of like I mean, you know, whiteness is everywhere, racism is everywhere. It's <laughs> totally. st- stuff that exists in Los Angeles and is forever being unpacked the layers of the the devil onion. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it the like the devil onion. It, there's like a weird crossover where it's like, oh, there's like cool punk rock, like mm-hmm. uh, inclusive shit, like righteous punk rock going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And then there's also like skinhead fuckers, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we sometimes like they dress very similarly. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to tell. No, it's cool. true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Well, damn. Thanks for letting me unpack. No, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy to hear about it. I mean, I'm not happy to hear about it, but I'm, I'm happy to listen. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I go down there and I go, ocean air, parking, parking. Get used to this, dude. This yeah, nice. 
No, I know. It's crazy. I, I mean, in some ways, I, I would never want to live on the west side of Los Angeles. But in other ways, when it's like 102 over here and you drive out to Santa Monica and it's like 80 degrees, you're like, you're like oh, I can think. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hmm. yeah. Dude, the heat <laughs> is so debilitating. It really is. It's like I have found this year specifically that I just like I, I just can't do anything once it reaches a certain temperature and it just gets hotter forever now so it yeah. will never be cool, cooler than this yeah that's fun you we, take cold showers I've been doing cold showers I don't, you know what no I don't take cold showers it's okay it's a weird thing <laughs> I, I I feel like I've tried it's hard yeah, it's hard it's hard you it's, start this is what this is what I really do I don't really take full cold shower although I know a lot of people that do and I'm like respect respect I start warm and i progressively go a little colder sometimes i don't get all the way to fully cold i like that i could i could do that i could fuck with that it's nice because sometimes taking a hot shower on a hot day and then i'm fucking sweating after the shower yeah still sweating i'm like why did i take a shower it's true i do take like cooler showers when it's hot yeah maybe not full full cold any other ways you beat the heat tess Mm, doing nothing Cool. Uh, honestly, oh, I love to do nothing. <laughs> I feel like if you just sit, yeah, you get your fan, you sit with your fan, yeah, it's fine. That's you correct. know, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like put on your favorite show, yeah. put on a podcast, whatever. Uh, that is kind of, and then just drink lots of water. I know that's that's what everyone. That's a pretty basic piece of advice, but no, like it's real. Wisdom. I drink a lot of water. Yeah, since always. Um, pretty much. I feel like I almost worry sometimes that I drink too much water. That's an yeah. idea that my dad put into my head. I was like, I'm drinking so much water and like I still have this headache. He was like, maybe you're drinking too much water. And I'm like, now I'm like, what's too much water? <laughs> Am I drinking too much water? It's possible. It's so good though. Yeah, it is. Not, the feeling of having drunk water, I do enjoy. I didn't always enjoy it because I was a little soda boy. Mm. And then I got a soda boy. I was a little soda. Oh, <laughs> that should it. be your new stage name. Little soda boy. <laughs> I was, dude. Coca Cola with a straw. What was your favorite soda? Coca Cola, vanilla. Classic. Coke. Nice. Ho ho ho! Bite the straw. Get an extra kind of kick on the fizz. I don't know this trick. I don't even know if it's <laughs> like I feel like I would chomp on the straw and then it would like force the, maybe the pressure to come through at a greater velocity mm. and maybe be bubblier? I don't know. I mean, I believe you. I don't know if it was bubblier or only the bubble parts got through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it rocked. <laughs> I miss those times. That's great. Do you still drink a lot of a lot of Coca-Cola? No. No. I like don't drink soda really at all. Yeah, me neither. I had like a sip of cherry coke the other day and it was pretty nice. tight. But beyond that, it, I, I'm weak. It, it kind of it decimates me. Yeah, it leaves a life. really gross taste in my mouth. Do you ever yeah. feel like it's so much sugar that you like you take a sip and then it goes down yeah. and then a second later you just have the like death breath? Death breath? <laughs> I mean, death. Like, my whole body feels like death. Yeah, it's not it's not good. But I drink a disgusting amount of sparkling water. Lacroix, yeah. And I me think too. that that like got me and that was like my bridge to drinking water. It was like bubbles, remember soda? And then it was like, oh, yeah. drinking water's cool. Drinking water. I, I feel like I wasn't into LaCroix for a really long time after it became popular. Yeah. And then I, I realized, so. like, why why am I not doing this? This is, like, yeah. fun and tasty. Yeah. The shift <laughs> for me was, it's bad soda. Why would I want that? And mm -hmm. then it's actually fun water. 
It's fun water. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. And you know what? I have noticed lately, which maybe isn't that interesting, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> We're here. Welcome to the tagline of my podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Whole Foods has a bunch of really fucking boring LaCroix flavors. They sure do. Like, I go to any other store. Yeah. They've got like cherry blossom. Yeah. Hibiscus. Yeah. Apricot. Yeah. Like. Some deep cuts. We're going, what? Like, I didn't know those flavors existed. Yeah. Get out of town. Get out of town. They're yeah. incredible. The hibiscus is a little weird. It tastes mostly like cherry, I honestly. I have not tried the hibiscus. It literally just tastes like cherry. Yeah. I mean, I feel like hibiscus is such a unique flavor. It would be hard to mm. replicate in a, like an essence. Yeah. You know? Have you seen a ginger sparkling water ever? Not by LaCroix. Not by LaCroix. But I, there are some other brands that will do a ginger. Rocks. That sounds inc- what? It's real good. It's real good. That sounds great. Yeah, I love ginger. I love ginger. Let's <laughs> pitch some Lacroix flavors, you and me. Okay. Or okay. just like dream ones, probably ones that exist. I haven't seen grape. I don't know if grape's too hard to replicate. Strawberry. Strawberry. Come on. Come on. Let's do it. Kiwi strawberry. Fuck Ki- it, dude. Let's go. Let's go to Kiwi town. strawberry. <laughs> Here's some kind of like experimental ones. Blue or- raspberry. Again, gr- that's not a real crazy flavor. experimental. Is blue raspberry not a real flavor? Is that only from Icy's? No, I mean I think it is like a flavor that other people use, but I just don't think there are blue it's not raspberries. A real fruit. Yeah, yeah, it's invented as a flavor. It's always my favorite artificial flavor of anything, though. I love yeah. the blue flavor. I mean, blue, yeah. blue, blue, blue as a flavor. Blue as a flavor. <laughs> what were you about to say? I think there could something? be room for a kind of vinegary. Like a kombucha vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Something kind of pickled, fermented. Like pickles? Maybe like a pickle LaCroix. Pickle LaCroix. I, I would try it. Yeah. I'm not... It might be good. This is my, this is my thought. It might be fucked. It might be fucked. I mean, it yeah. like definitely could be. Could like be there's sick, like though. a good chance that could it be could be... Could be a billion bucks. <laughs> could be pay me $8 for this gross ass pickle soda. Okay. <laughs> if you got the right like influencers on that people would <laughs> people would be into it <laughs> it is like it's so funny because i went to the store yesterday and with it just feel like with like maybe just flavors of shit mm-hmm. you see something and you go that's fucked up dumb why would you have maple latte hand soap mm, yeah i don't want milk did you actually see that this is a, as i saw this yesterday and then I was like, this feels like this happens maybe every five, six years ago. You go, yeah. what? I would never have that. And now yeah. you're like, oh, I guess I love whatever, you know, whatever the strange flavor is. Are you trying to tell me that you bought the uh, no, maple that, latte? That, that's that's the current. This feels absurd. But I'm wondering if in five years we're all like, maple latte hands up. It's, we, we love it. Can't get I don't enough. know. Yeah, I agree. The milk aspect of the a latte, is, yeah. That's like, why not, not just maple coffee? If you're yeah. gonna like, like the why does it have to be latte? Yeah, the latte of it all. The latte of it all. Fucked. Gross. Tess. <laughs> yeah, we've kind of already talked a lot about what you've been fucking with, mm-hmm. but now I want to formally ask you what you've been fucking with, and this this can expand beyond media. This can just extend to, hey, what what what's bringing you joy recently? 
what what are things you you're going to any mm. any snack moves recently? Snack moves. Favorite favorite clothes. Mm-hmm. What's the thing you're going? You know what? Lately, I'm on a this kick. Wow, that's a really good question. Um, well, pottery. Yeah, <laughs> that we has love. been bringing me joy. Yep. Um, what else? It's a great question. Yoga. I love yoga. So good. Yeah. I found a. Where are you I, doing yoga? Um, I found a studio that uh, I do Iyengar yoga. I don't Whoa, know if you've ever that? heard of it. It's Never. um, it's like Hatha yoga, but um, what's this that? this man. <laughs> It's a type of yoga. Yeah, I think it's basically it's it's focused on um, like precision and alignment rather than precision. You know, some types of yoga are more like flowing through a bunch right. of different poses, or you know, whatever. There are, there are lots of different kinds of yoga. I don't. I definitely don't know about all of them. Neither. Um, but uh, yeah, in Iyengar yoga, you really focus on like very precise. Uh, you kind of hold the poses for a long time, and like they. <laughs> they kind of yell all these like really specific things at you and tiny adjustments to make in your body and uh, yeah. also lends itself towards being detail oriented. So <laughs> Hell yeah. But um no, it also just improves my mood so much. It's it's so good. Do you do yoga? I did for a while. There was a while yeah. where I was like really into it. Yeah. Um and I like always whenever it's brought up I go, God, that was making me feel great. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing more of that. Yeah, it's well, totally. I mean, I I love yoga, but I definitely go through phases where I don't do it. Yeah, and then my mood worsens, and I'm like, why am I in such a bad mood? Yeah, and then I do some yoga, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what it was. Um, I've also been fucking really heavy with uh, fucking really heavy. Is that like we're fucking real heavy <laughs> with? Is that grammatically correct? I feel like I've said a couple of things on this podcast Again, that have not been grammatically correct. You know correct. what we mean, folks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Words is fun. Uh, words is fun sometimes. Yeah. Right. Um, Caprese. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just the best food ever invented. Yeah. Especially when it's hot. All I want to eat is cheese and tomatoes and basil. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Pretty much. Fresh basil, fresh basil. I'm basil. I'm a basil fiend. I'm a basil fiend. Basil is pretty much my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, like rules. I, one of my friends is always asking people, like, <laughs> if they, if you could shoot one sauce out of your fingers for the rest yeah. of your life, what would it be? Hers is soy sauce. Mine oh. is honestly pesto. Yeah. When I told her that, she was like, you can't do pesto. You can't use pesto for enough things. I'm Why like, Why are you putting limits on this? <laughs> this she did she actually, to be fair, she didn't say you can't do pesto. She was just like, that's <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> like yours is soy sauce. You can get that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yours is really accessible. Mine would come in and handy. Cheap. Yeah. Pesto's expensive. That's expensive. I would and, save a lot of maybe money. Maybe not everywhere. Yeah. You know? No, no, definitely. I think pesto is a genius one. Yeah. Thank you. What, yeah. what what's yours? Any sauce? Yeah, any Fuck. sauce. I love a sauce. There's this truffle ketchup that Trader Joe's does that goes away at a certain point in the year. Yeah. Trader Joe's is always doing that. Yeah, they're always doing that. Taking things away. They're taking things away. Giving them back. But it's special. Taco Bell does that too. Yeah. <laughs> I never know if it's corporate fuckery or like, because I was at Trader Joe's last night and I was going, hey, excuse me, Mr. Trader Joe's. <laughs> Yeah. Where is my green onion Taiwanese pancake? Because I was getting so into that sounds really good. The butter chicken Indian uh -huh. microwavable mm -hmm. meal. 
with a Taiwanese green onion pancake, make a little kind is of that like also sandwich. a frozen thing? Two separate frozen items that I have found that mm-hmm. I that combine like nice to make the most divine meal That's that incredible. I was eating two three times a week. Dude, Trader Joe's has the best like frozen food for sure. It's really the case, and they took it away. And I said, Mr. Trader Joe's, where is it? And guy <laughs> said, maybe it's like a supply chain issue. Oh, or like maybe green onions. There's a green onion shortage right now, maybe. And wow. I was like, didn't even think about that. Just thought it was mysterious fucker, <laughs> Mr. Trader Joe's being wild. It's going, crazy you can't how have many this things. Anymore. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's crazy how much is going on behind the scenes of a yeah. grocery store. I don't really understand it. Me neither. I never worked you know? at a grocery store. But seems kind of like a cool. I kind of wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I applied for a job at Trader Joe's actually. Yeah. Um, at the one in Silver Lake, which I'm really glad I didn't wind up working at. Actually, yeah. in hindsight. Um, but uh, yeah, it was kind of a weird thing. They like. <laughs> I feel that. I went in and interviewed. And I feel like it went really well, of course, as always. And then they're like, they do the thing where they're like, we'll call you, you know, even if we're not going to hire you, we'll call you to let you know. And like, which, cool. I was like, cool. Yeah. And then they never called, which what it's just fuck? like, why even say that? Yeah, like, why just go say, if way? you don't hear from us, you didn't get the job, you yeah. know, which is fine. But yeah. Anyway. Um, mm. And then I went into that Trader Joe's like a couple weeks later and the two dudes that interviewed me were like standing in the corner, like pointing at me and talking about me. <laughs> oh my God, eat shit. Fuckers. It was so weird. And I'd never go to that Trader Joe's anymore. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Guys. Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little bitter. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. That seems like weird. It's just like, what's up, bros? Like, Why I thought we had a good nice time. And then be mean. Huh? Why are we doing that? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Any other dreams in your heart? You mentioned singing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this pottery quest. Mm-hmm. You mentioned I always wanted to be working at a grocery store a little bit, <laughs> which I honestly fully get. Just seems like it would be, you know, just like sorting through the vegetables. Like, yeah. I don't know. Seems nice. Seems like you got along with the crew. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice. Did you watch that show Superstore? No. A good one. But is that the... They work at a store? like Walmart type store, basically. Yeah, and it actually touches on a lot of really important issues, and it's it's yeah. a very it's a really good show, but it's Whoa. also just it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> funny workplace comedy. Yeah, um, I talk about shows all the time. You gotta. Julian's always TV's like, important. I'm like, he'll say something, and I'm like, this reminds me of that one episode of One Tree Hill. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, everything reminds you of an episode of One Tree Hill. Yeah. There were nine seasons. A lot happened. Yeah. <laughs> I think TV shreds. TV shreds. Um, any dreams? Um, I want to make a teapot that looks like my cat, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, her kind of mouth could be the spout. Her tail could be the handle. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I feel like I could do it. <laughs> yeah so that's that's my main my main goal right now fucking rules mm-hmm. i look forward to seeing this teapot i believe in you <laughs> thank you thank you yeah <laughs> tess thanks so much for making time thank you for having me I'm this was fun gonna, i'm gonna pee my pants so bad so <laughs> that's mainly the why i'm kind of <laughs> wrapping up here i know the feeling <laughs> i'm so sorry don't be <laughs> um Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much yeah, for making time. This was really fun. This is my first podcast. Baby's first podcast. Thanks for doing podcast. <laughs> Where can people find your work, mm-hmm. the things you master? Yeah. 
follow you? Um, well, I have. Did you wish to be found? I have an Instagram at Tess Greenham. Very easy. There's like no one else in the world named Tess Greenham, so I always just get that username. Uh, Greenham is spelled G-R-E-N-H-A-M. It is Greenham, technically, but that is not how it's pronounced. Correct. Um, Yeah, I got some Spotify playlists of of me work. You can find uh, some of Mackin's songs. That's right. On there. Reveal. Yeah. Test mastered my album. Hands. It was actually the first album I ever mastered. Hell yeah. (laughs) I think you told me that. Yeah. I told you that. I think you told me that. Really falling apart here at the end with having to pee. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to pee. You no, got to pee. But you, you also, like, thank you for doing that. And, like, that is a very, uh, I think that's a cool way that, that yeah. our, our friendship began. Absolutely. Uh, and also thank you for doing yeah. it. You did a really great job. With it. No, Crushes. thank you. Every yeah. time I listen to it, I go, yeah. It was a great album. Hey, thanks. And it still is. Hey, thank you. <laughs> you got to go listen to other test things Tess has mastered. Yeah. And look out on her Instagram for this teapot. <laughs> now I feel like I have to make the teapot happen. The it was just yeah. an idea before this no. conversation. I've gone from supportive to demanding <laughs> at the end here. Making a teapot's hard. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Ah! Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for the teapot. Much love, Tess. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Do it. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking. Happy sad talking.